You are listening to episode 135 of the Confident Coaches Podcast, the one where you see how my concept of no rules and no judgment can create 10K in an hour. What? I know. Let's dive in. It's so good. Let's go. Welcome to the Confident Coaches Podcast, a place for creating the self-confidence you need to do your best work as a life coach. If you want to bring more boldness, more resilience, and more joy to your work, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Amy Latta. Let's dive in. Well, hi, coach. How's everybody doing out there today? I'm incredibly excited because I'm about to share an interview with you with one of my current mastermind clients, Melanie McNamara. Now, Melanie's story is one of my favorites, and here is why you want to spend this next hour with us. First of all, Melanie is the perfect example. She's got her own story. She's an example for me of people paying attention to you and you don't even know it. So if you are one of those coaches who are constantly looking for external validation, you're looking for likes, you're looking for comments, you don't think people are paying attention unless they are on your post telling you, I'm paying attention. Melanie is a perfect example of this. When you find out how long she was following me, and then even once I knew about her, how long it still took her to sign up, I think it will really open your eyes to the idea that people are paying attention to you right now, so act like it. The other thing that I love about Melanie is she has taken so many of the concepts that I've taught her and turned them into multiple times of five figures of income in very short amounts of time. Her story of how she made 10K in an hour is just going to fly it out, blow your mind. So we talk about no rules, no judgment. We talk about sufficiency. We also talk a lot about resilience, what she learned as a cancer survivor, toxic positivity, and one of my favorite concepts, confidence accounts, where you borrow confidence from other areas of your life to like be more confident in this area you're not as familiar as, like being an entrepreneur life coach. She just has done such a beautiful job, and I think you're going to learn so much about how to do that for yourself. Now, I do want to note that she mentions CCM. She mentions being in the mastermind. When she joined the mastermind, it was called CCM, Confident Coaches Mastermind. It is now the path to 100K mastermind. So when you hear her talk about CCM or Confident Coaches, she's talking about the path to 100K mastermind, which is what it is now called. We've been talking about this on the podcast for the past couple of weeks. But if you're just dropping in, just know that it's the same mastermind. It's the same goal. It's the same work and an up-leveled version of the mastermind. And it's what we're starting to enroll this week. So no confusion. CCM is actually path to 100K. So let's spend this next hour with me and Melanie. Okay. Hello, everybody. I am incredibly excited to bring on my client, Melanie McNamara. Melanie helps successful professional women create a life and a business that feels as good on the inside as it looks on the outside. She has been a member of my mastermind since October 2021. She will be joining us once again in the new August class. And we are going to start talking about just how long it took her to get into that class. And I think you guys are going to be really inspired by what we're getting ready to talk about. Hello, Melanie. How are you? 
Hi, Amy. I am so good. This is such an honor and a privilege and really the thrill of a lifetime to be speaking with you. Thrill of a lifetime, friends. <laughs> right now, she's looking at a sunburned Amy off of a Memorial Day weekend. So yeah, it's an honor of a lifetime, of course. And so I said a little bit in the intro already of like at the very beginning of the podcast of, you know, the reason why I brought you on here is because I think your story reminds me a lot of my own. Now, very different stories. And yet, Every time I think people will come in and, and they're like, I just got certified six months ago and I'm not making thousands of dollars already. And I'm like, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about reality in life. And I feel like you have a story that's kind of like you think something's going one way and it just, it takes you a little bit longer than you were expecting. Some of it's out of your control. Some of it's in your control. Some of it's like life-changing events happen. And yet here you are today. So let's talk about, first of all, let's go ahead and leave with the complete fabulousness. So you started working with me in October of 2021. Do you want to share some just dollars and cents, clients, numbers of where you were at the beginning of 2021, where you were by the end of the year, where you are now, not sure. quite halfway through 2022? Yes, yes. So, well, I'll start in 2020. That was a year of working with a lot of free clients. So I love the free to paid coach. I worked with a ton of free clients. And the first $2,000 I made was a client who she had been working with a high-end real estate coach. And I, she was working with me for free and she insisted on paying me. And I'm like, oh, well, no, I'm just, this is for free. <laughs> She's like, no, I'm paying you. This is exactly the kind of help I need. And so she paid me $2,000. And so that's how much I made in coaching in 2020, coaching for free the entire year without, like, I was not asking, I was not even really going out and telling people I was a life coach in my networking groups. A friend of mine is a business coach. And she's like, Melanie, why are you still introducing yourself as a real estate agent? You are a life coach. <laughs> so $2,000 in 2020. So it was at the end of 2020, Amy, you did a training between mm -hmm. Christmas and New Year's. So my thought and belief is every time I train with Amy Latta, I make money. So <laughs> everyone write that down. <laughs> I am not even kidding. I was looking back at numbers, looking back at the calendar and I'm like, oh, this is so interesting. So January of 2021, I made a big post that came out. I'm like full time life coach. I signed four clients that month in January and made $14,000 paid in full in one month. Oh and my goodness. As I yeah. start, as I, 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 she said that as I was drinking throat coat tea and I almost spit it right back into my microphone, you made $14,000 in one month. Yes. Coming right off your training. I even, you might, well, you might remember this, but I applied yeah. for the mastermind yeah. and I knew I couldn't pay for it. But during that training, you're like, do things that scare you, that challenge you that I, I don't remember, but I'm like, okay, I am up leveling and I'm going to you know, apply. And I didn't have the money at the time. I just could not, but it didn't deter me. <laughs> so all of 2021, I kept working and in during coaching and real estate, but I made $26,000 in 2021 in my coaching business. So good. After making 2K the year before. Yes. After making $2,000, 
And only because a free client begged you to let her pay you. Yes. <laughs> I love that so much. Like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. No, it's okay. Just that is so yeah. good. Okay. And we're going to circle back. I'm like making asterisks. So we're going to circle back to a couple of these things. All right. So mm -hmm. where are you now? We are recording this end of May, 2022. Yes. So year to date, my coaching income is $25,325. So good. I really just want to, everybody to just take just a moment there and see that that trajectory is really common and very normal. It's like lots of free coaching and then a couple thousand dollars. And then the possibility you made a total of 26 all last year. And now you've already made essentially that much in the first five months of this year. Mm -hmm. That that right there is how we go from a little bit builds into a lot of bit, and then you just keep figuring out how to make the same amount of money in shorter periods of time over and over again. Now, I would love to take, you know, it's always fun to be like, oh, yeah, it was totally Amy's free training, but lots of people took that free training. And not that many people made $14,000 off of four clients in one month because of that free training. What do you think clicked in your brain? I think it was something that I'd been wanting to do. And I think gaining some confidence just to come out and say, yeah, I'm a life coach and people know me from real estate in my community. I'm, a, you know, I'm highly respected, I will say, in the real estate community locally and making just making that transition, like crossing the river of misery. There was a point where I was like in the middle struggling in the mm -hmm. river of misery and I got coached on whether I could turn around and go back to what's safe and what I know and what I'm good at, even though we may talk about this coming up, but like I was definitely hitting burnout in real estate or keep struggling and keep going to the other side where I know I can thrive and succeed. I just like learning the belief, really believing in my bones as you teach mm -hmm. that this is a hundred percent possible for me. Like I can do this. I know how to do this. It was the confidence piece holding me back. And this is one thing I like to think about here on this podcast is the confidence piece. I feel like confidence means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Mm -hmm. And we know what the feeling is, but can you see any shifts in your thinking that created that confidence piece? Like what suddenly made you say, I'm coming out, I'm telling people I'm a life coach? Yeah, I think it was the, I'll say marriage <laughs> between mm -hmm. my past life as a business owner, as working with clients, as someone I had a lot of history in my life, as we all do, drawing on everything I knew from before. And, and for you, that was being a real estate agent, right? Real estate agent. I owned my own cafe for oh. a while. Yes, I was. A, I've been a, like a lifelong entrepreneur. I did not <laughs> um, know this. Stay-at-home mom for many years, but in the service industry, I was waitress, bartender. I think a lot of people in those kind of industries gravitate towards the helping fields, okay. right? Yeah. So taking what I knew in my real estate business, even though it didn't feel authentically true to me to be selling real estate, but what I knew about business, what I knew about what was possible for me and what I could do with coaching. And there was this piece of me that looked at life coaching as this magical, mystical world that I was entering that had nothing to do with real life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We're just some like, we're just a bunch of weirdos here. Let's just be honest. 
nothing but weirdos on this side of the table. (laughs) Right. And then just because I had had a lot of experience with coaching in real estate and it was a very masculine energy, the dude energy, the scarcity, the a lot of toxic positivity. I think it didn't Mm. teach me to get to the root of what was holding me back. What was that stopping me, which what you introduced me to was marrying again, I talk about marriage, I guess, um, marrying the concepts of the belief work and the thought work with the patriarchal work and marrying that and then just bringing it all together and saying, oh, this is not the kind of coaching that I do. I don't because that was holding me back from going all in with my community of realtors was they want to know the how they're used to this kind of coaching. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that's helpful for a lot of women like me in that business, running their own businesses. So this is interesting because and this is also how sometimes hindsight is not always 2020. I don't know that I was really talking much about the patriarchy specifically during that training, but was I talking about like, there are no rules and there is no judgment? No rules, no okay. judgment. Okay. It resonated. And you've been talking about that for a while. And that's one of the things my group, my CCM, Patrick yeah. Okay group, yeah. We love that. We talk about that all the time. No rules, no judgment. And taking that from my past life in real estate, or I don't even, you know, it's just my life. It doesn't have to be past life, but where there are so many rules and so much judgment and bringing that into my coaching business, like, oh, I get to do and and trusting myself that I know how to create a business. I did get coached one time as well on people don't want to necessarily pay me to help them. Mm -hmm. And realizing that I have literally millions upon millions of dollars of proof that people are willing to pay me and trust me Mm -hmm. (laughs) with their business, with their life, with their real estate sales. Yeah. They trust me to help them with their life. So this is so good. And I'm going to like pull out some teaching moments every once in a while. What I'm hearing so far is that some of the biggest shifts were you drawing on evidence you already had in other places of your life. So like for those of you that are listening and that are are thinking, well, I never, I'm not in real estate. I don't have that. There's a concept that I teach in free to paid coach. That's also in the mastermind called confidence accounts, which is really just this Mm -hmm. idea of you have confidence in other areas of your life that have nothing to do with business building, have nothing to do with life coaching or running a life coaching business. And that's what I'm hearing you really say here is that this big shift here was just, it was twofold is the introduction of there are no rules and there is no judgment, which was me talking about the patriarchy before I named patriarchy, right? So that's a concept of mine that has grown, but it's also you finding where do I already feel really sure of myself and what can Mm -hmm. I learn from that and bring that to here? So I love this. That's a concept I teach inside the program, but I love that you picked up on that and that was Mm -hmm. something that really helped you shift. I also love that you talked about like toxic positivity and dude energy. Can you tell me a little bit more about like, where have you changed in terms of how do you define toxic positivity? What do you mean by that? What do you now know that you wish you would have known then? So I think of toxic positivity again, as like the silver lining thoughts Mm -hmm. that we've all thought like, oh, this situation is terrible, but it's okay because blah, 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 whatever lipstick on the pig. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 
But when I was diagnosed with cancer through that journey, I mean, even from the beginning, I was life coaching myself before I even real knew what life coaching was. It was, this is a circumstance, like a hundred percent. I did not believe, I think my situation was maybe a little bit different, but I did not really go into thinking, this is terrible. This is a terrible thing. Cancer equals terrible. I want to, you know, say I'm not minimizing anyone else's experience. It was my experience. This is the circumstance in my life. And actually what it did, it was like a full stop to the, the deep burnout that I was heading towards the, the Mm. deep unhappiness I was feeling in my life day to day. And it was just like a hard stop. So when I think about toxic positivity prior to that, say in business, going out and scheduling appointments, calling people cold (laughs) in real estate. There's a lot of cold calling. There's a lot of door knocking. There's things like that. And that didn't feel good to me. And I'm like, well, I guess that's what I have to do to be in real estate. But I gravitated more towards the networking. So I would force myself to do things and try to be positive about it when my body was telling me Mm. this is terrible. This feels awful. Yeah, I don't want to be doing this. And part of me was like, well, just get over yourself. This is just the way it is. So inside, I was just really a mess trying to force myself to do things by pretending there was a silver lining or something. And I think we can sometimes use the river of misery against us. You haven't heard it yet, but I'm pretty sure the timing of this is going to be that the episode right before when this airs, I decide that I'm done talking about the river of misery. I'm going to call it the roller coaster of life instead. (laughs) Because I think we can use this concept of river of misery against us. Like, oh, I'm supposed to feel awful. I feel awful. So let's like put on a happy face. Mm-hmm. Like the river of misery is not meant to be a, of course you feel like crap and that's normal. So just plow through it. It's to me, it's more understanding. Like if we're not diving into what's the undercurrent, if we're not really seeing what's making us miserable, we're not understanding like what fears we really have. We're not really digging deep into there. And I just kind of feel like toxic positivity is like, oh, here's this thing that I'm supposed to be going through. It feels terrible and I don't want it to feel terrible. So let's just slap on some happiness. Let's just slap on. I think this is where a lot of like inspirational memes. Yes. To me, it's like toxic positivity can be like a, like little shots of like emotional heroin. Like, like yeah. <laughs> feel terrible and I don't want to feel terrible anymore. And oh, yes, this is normal. Like this is what I have to do to go get clients. I got to go knock on doors. Oh, this is what I have to do to grow a business. I have to go through the river of misery. And I don't like feeling like this all of the time. So it's like a, you can do it. And it doesn't feel right. Yes. Like it feels, we know that it's not right. And in, in life coaching, we're like, yes, but our thoughts create our feelings. So and my feelings drive my actions and my results. So if I feel terrible, I'm going to get terrible actions and results. And this is that balance that I think we're always talking about of allowing the, some things don't feel right and I'm okay. And I don't have to create false positivity, which actually makes my negatively feel worse, but I can also produce good stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah. Amy, I love this. I actually did a post recently about the roller coaster and again, thinking, comparing it to cancer, right? So I was diagnosed with cancer and I'm like, 
I can actually enjoy this. Like I honestly looked at my cancer journey as an adventure. It was stage three, a very aggressive form of cancer there. I mean, it, my tumor was huge. It was like, they didn't, you know, people say, oh, at least they caught it early. <laughs> people tried to, to, to give the platitudes and all yeah, that. Yeah, like, no, yeah. They did <laughs> no. not, not caught early. When <laughs> was, when was this, by the way? It was in April of 2016 when I was diagnosed. Okay. Okay. So yeah. we're talking like four years before you're yes. diving into life coaching. Yeah. Well, okay. yes. I mean, it, I don't want to get too far ahead, but yeah, in 2017, after I was done with all my treatments, my life needs to change because this is not, I don't want to just be riding it out in the passenger seat on autopilot. I need to make some changes. And so I started, so then I did find uh, the life coach school at some point in 2018 mm-hmm. and, and then I found you from there, but during my treatments, so like chemo day was like my spa day. Like I legit was like, I'm going to spa and I, and they would laugh. Like there was this one techie laughed at me because I would bring this giant bag full of like my blankie and my slippers and my, you know, music and, and just relax. And people would bring me things and I got to just sit. And part of this, now that I am looking back, does go back to that thing about we as women are mm-hmm. out there to take care of everyone, which is how I reached burnout in my business and my life. Cause I was yeah. going, 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 going 24 seven in, in real estate and my life. And I could tell people, no, I'm going to chemo on Thursday and nobody would bother me. <laughs> no one's going to bother you at chemo. Yeah. No, no one wants to like, I'm sorry, but, um, I'm going to need you. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I was on my way to surgery at one point And one of my clients called me. She's like, I really, we want to put an offer on this one house. I'm like, I'm going to surgery, <laughs> but I called another agent to help them. But still it allowed me to, you know, like we get to just decide to take a break for ourselves. We don't have to go, go, go. But that forced me and opened up my eyes to it's okay. I made the most money in my real estate business the year I had cancer. <laughs> what? I was willing to allow other people to just help me without feeling guilty. I, I had so much help. So my like my community came out in spades for me. But yeah, it was just interesting. Like I was allowed to rest, allowed quote unquote to rest and relax. Okay. So like I'm loving this and also hating this at the same time. And can I tell you why? That it took getting cancer. Yes. To allow yourself to rest and to not feel shame or guilt for telling other people, I need Mm -hmm. help and I need to rest. Yeah. Like, I appreciate what you learned from that. And also, it's a little jacked. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, like, like we can't just, so everybody out there listening, do not go get cancer so you can finally rest. (laughs) No. (laughs) Right? Like, I also think that it's really interesting because also you made the most amount of money in real estate that year when you were resting, when you were asking other people for, and I don't know what level of assistance, what not level of assistance, but this whole idea that I have to hustle, 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 and have to do it all on my own. And this whole lone wolf rise and grind mentality, we think hard work, rise and grind, number of hours put in equals amount of success. Right. And it's so not true. Nope. <laughs> no. Okay. So tell me more about this roller coaster and what, what your breast cancer journey really taught you as you went into transition from real estate to life coach. I'll do this other comparison that might be helpful. When the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. I made so many 
correlations. There were so many similarities in the pandemic and what I went through personally on my own. We were collectively doing it, you know, as a you know, a community, <laughs> if you the whole earth as a community. Right, right. <laughs> was first of all, uncertainty. Like life is uncertain and that's okay. It doesn't mean it's bad. Like they're like the pandemic. Some people were like, this is amazing. I get to just either stay home or my bit. Some people thrived in their business. Oh my gosh, the uncertainty of the business, right? So mm-hmm. when I was diagnosed, I'm like, uh-oh, there goes my business, which actually was the opposite. But so many similarities in that way. So real estate is a commission-based business. I help my clients see that there is certainty in the uncertainty of how much money you're going to make that month. Like it's totally fine if you make $10,000 one month, 2,000 the next, you know, zero the next, five the next. I mean, that's how I've lived almost my entire life is just like, yeah, it's, that's my income. And then you just, just are aware that it goes up and down and that's not a problem. You just have to plan for it. Yeah, there's a roller coaster right there. I think a lot of life coaches are mm-hmm. really like they want to know for sure that two thousand dollars or five thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars is coming, and and unless they know for sure that it's coming, they can't believe that it's coming. As opposed to some months are going to make fourteen, some months are going to make two. The next month you might make zero, and none of this has to be a problem. Like so, there's like a roll like a roller coaster of income. And I I like what you said there about the certainty of that uncertainty. It's going to be up and down and we're just going to enjoy the ride of it. Because as soon as you go, this is a problem, what happens? Right. Oh, yeah. We all if we know the model, we know what happens. (laughs) Right. Right. If we know the model, we know what happens. Like, this is the problem. I feel tight. I feel unsure. I feel like I just exasperate Mm -hmm. any uncertainty that I have as opposed Mm -hmm. to like, this is it's supposed to be up and down. Let's enjoy this ride. Ironically, we create more by en- embracing the fact that we don't know what's coming. Yeah. And you can look at it as an adventure. Like I looked at cancer. I had no idea what was going to happen to me. You know, I I just said, I'm going to do the work, right? I'll ju- I'm just going to do the work. My doctors advised me, this is the way to go. And I had a lot of people in my ear telling me, well, I think you need different opinions. I don't know if this is the right thing for you. You know, a lot of doctors (laughs) come out of the woodwork when you you tell them what your treatment plan is. So a lot of people who loved me thought this is probably not a good idea that you, you know, do the chemo first, then surgery. I'm like, no, my doctor advised this. I'm going to trust. I'm going to trust myself that I w- will make a decisions along the way that are right mm-hmm. for me. It worked out great. And thankfully, but also through that, I did learn to process my emotions. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> There was really only one or two times when I deeply, there was one afternoon, it, it hit me finally. I think I was sort of blocking that it's a possibility that I may not make it through. I spent a couple of hours just sobbing and sobbing and letting it flow through me. I took a little nap. I woke up. I told my husband, okay, it's comedy night at my brokerage. We were having a comedy night. I said, let's go. And he goes, you seriously, you want to go after you just watched me like sob my guts out? I'm like, heck yeah, I'm going to live. And this is just part of it. I was supposed to bartend. I'm like, I'm not going to bartend, but I'll go to the event. And so that was just the way I approached the whole thing. Like I can feel my feelings. 
and it's okay. And now I'm going to go live when Mm. I have some energy, I'm going to go live. And I would lay in bed after chemo. I would be in full fatigue, couldn't move, could barely open my eyes. And I would just lay there and just imagine myself in a tree house because I have second floor windows, trees blowing in the breeze. And, and I would envision myself after cancer without skipping to the end. Like this is where I'm at now. And that's okay. Oh my goodness. And I, I didn't even know anything about life coaching too, too much really, except the toxic positivity part of it. But I really deeply felt it like this is my journey and that's okay. I'm trying not to full blown cry. I, this it's beautiful because I think what you're describing is what so many of us struggle to do that you knew to do it before you were introduced to life coaching is really something spectacular. If only we could just rush to the end where it's all over and everything's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. That's what like we all like, can we just get through this growth part yeah. and just be the six figure earner already? Just be like cancer free already. Just know like through this rough patch of my marriage, like fill in the blank of whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. kids that are struggling in school, mental health issues, anything. Can we just get past this thing? And what you're describing, I just am visualizing that laying in bed. You can't move. You're in it. Mm-hmm. And you're just staring out at that those trees and just imagining, like just seeing yourself just like a couple steps ahead of you. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. beautiful. And it's such a good reminder because I would lay there and think, well, this isn't any better because man, I was sitting in my car crying and sobbing, not wanting to go into the office. I was sitting in my car crying, not wanting to go home because both places I I was like burning out at work and I was not happy at home. (laughs) And I'm like, well, now I'm in bed (laughs) and it's okay. Like it's all 50, 50. And then when cancer was over, I looked back and I thought, yeah, that was okay then. And it's okay now. And there was bad times then, and there's bad times now. It's all okay. It's all okay. Reminds me of the movie Click, what you were just saying though. Like Click, did you see that with Adam Sandler? You know what? I didn't. I know what movie you're talking about, but I have never seen. I'm not first I haven't seen that one. No, no. Okay. I'll I'll add that to my list of (laughs) of things I need to see because you know I am a movie connoisseur. Yeah. All right. So like why do you think uh, this is this is for my people? who want to immediately be paid because my other program, you know, we're talking about your experience in the mastermind here, Mm -hmm. but I do have another, an entry level program, a beginner program, free to paid coach. And a lot of people are very resistant to free coaching. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts. (laughs) I would ask them why, why are you resistant to free coaching? What what did it do for you? It got me in it, coaching people and, and, I don't know if you know this, I went to another life coach school as well as LCS. And so (laughs) I'm one of those people, or I was one that was like, I need all the information before I can do anything. Oh, I know. (laughs) I was going to get to that. We know. (laughs) (laughs) So the free coaching allowed me to practice the craft. Like you, like again, jumping, skipping ahead. You don't want to skip ahead. It's in the learning. It's in the growing. It's in the quote unquote mistakes you make along the way where it's a craft. It's an art, right? When you're coaching and when I'm coaching my clients, 
it's a feeling. It's really actually kind of hard to describe. I used to hate that when people would, when coaches would say that trainers and things like, yeah, yeah. You just, it's a feeling and you just feel it. And I'm like, no, I need to know how. <laughs> yeah. I need to know, give me the exact words I should say when they say yes. this, give me the script. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Real estate. So many scripts that we were supposed to like learn and do and like, no, but so I wanted a script, right. But the more free coaching you do, the more you learn how to be open, how to be curious, how to, how to coach and and know, and just instinctively know what it is your client needs in that moment, whether it's a hard question, whether it's let's process this emotion, it's really a feeling. So what one thing you taught me, Amy, which it did, I think really allow me in January of 2021 to create $14,000 in my business, just right out of the gate was that sufficiency piece. I mm. wasn't grasping. I wasn't in a rush. I, yeah. cause I did, I needed, I needed quote unquote, some money. <laughs> I, yes, it would have been nice to create some income. Right. But I was able to get into sufficiency from a place of there's not much money in that bank account. And then just serve my clients from that place of, I don't mm. need anything from you. I'm here to serve you. Oh, that's so good. So was that the thought? So I want everybody to hear what Melanie just said, creating sufficiency, even when there wasn't a lot of money in the bank account, because yeah. for sure. And, and of course it makes so much sense. We've all been taught that safety and security a hundred percent comes from money. Now having money in the bank, you can definitely it does open doors of freedom. I'm not worried about how much you know, how many gallons of gas I'm putting in my tank this week per se, if I have a certain dollar amount. But when you were in that place, how did you create sufficiency? And what did that mean to you? Because mm-hmm. the second thing that I heard is, is I don't need anything from you. Let yeah. me just serve you. So like, that was the end piece. What, what kind of tied that whole thing together? Because I love this idea mm-hmm. right here. Yeah. So Again, you brought that up because I had only heard about abundance and scarcity. And in your training, I think you actually coached me on that free training about sufficiency, or maybe it was in the video follow-up to my application, but the soul of money book and getting to that place where I truly believed that I have always had everything I need. And if I lose everything, if I get kicked out of my apartment. If I, at the time I was living in an apartment, if I get kicked out, if I, I will always have a place to go. I always have everything I need. And that's great. So getting to that point of just sufficiency, because abundance was just beyond, there was no way I was going to get to abundance. So getting to sufficiency felt real and true for me. And so I could get out of that graspy energy of like, Oh my God, I got to sign a client and I don't want to do real estate. And got me to that point where I could make offers. And then I don't need anything from you. That thought was, I don't need them to validate me as a great coach. I Because you had all those great free clients. You're like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I know what I'm doing here. Okay. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that doesn't mean that thought doesn't slip back in. Like, oh, I'm not sure I know what I'm doing. I still have that. Right. Like not making it a problem when the thought slipped in. It's your sticky thoughts, right? You talk yeah. about sticky thoughts. Like, yeah. So yeah, I, I don't need them to pay my bills. Also getting to that. Oh, that's a very entitled feeling 
of I need my clients to pay my bills for me. Like what a terrible feeling. I know like there's this, there's this, like your part of your brain can argue with you that you technically need income to pay your bills. And that income comes from other people, clients paying you money. Like that can be factual, but to think I need my clients to pay my bills. (laughs) I literally just felt. Ew. Ew. I literally, (laughs) ew, yes. Like technically all of that can be true, but when we literally put that on the human being that's in front of us, it does feel so icky. As soon as you said that, I just like felt my chest go. So good. So yeah, just that working on that thought. And then the people who came to me, it was very interesting. The four people in January. Oh, I'll also say real quick is, I signed four clients in January. I didn't sign another coaching client until July of that year. And so one thought that didn't serve me. When I did another, when I did another training. Yes. I I looked at my calendar. Amy had done another training at the end of June, the mid-year power reboot. Yeah. And then I signed, I think, four more clients in the next two months. And so every time I get coached up by Amy Latta, I make money. (laughs) (laughs) One of the thoughts I had in January was like, oh, this is easy, which could be a good thought. But for me, I took my foot off the gas and I was just like, oh, it's easy. People just come to me. Well, they do as long as you're showing up. So of the four clients, one was someone I went to high school with who saw me on Facebook. One was a gal I have, I still am not sure. She's like, oh, I saw you on Facebook. We have no mutual friends. We, I like, I have still have no idea how she found me, which is fine. I'm just going to believe I was putting value out in the world and she found me. One was a referral. The fourth one was, was another referral. So Oh, it was someone I had free coach. That's right. Someone I had free coach. So I did transition at least three to four free coaching clients into paid clients, maybe not immediately, but three of them have come back since 2020. And I still do some free coaching. Like I'm totally fine with that. I offer free coaching, a six week program or four week program, sorry, to breast cancer survivors. So So still doing some free coaching. So this is super easy and no, you know, like that didn't quite serve me so well in June. Yes, this is so good because sometimes we can find thoughts that like should like we think, oh, this is going to be a really great thought that's going to power me. But do we always want to check in with our feeling line to make sure that the thought actually powers, you know, that actually is actually power the action? Because this is easy might be a thought for some that some of you need. And it's going to like let go of some anxiety and you're going to start taking action for Melanie. It didn't quite work out that way. You should actually (laughs) pull her out of action. So this is why blanket thoughts from other people do not always work. You always want to make sure. And yeah, I am pretty sure the sufficiency thing was Mm -hmm. when we were in the application process for that Mm -hmm. January of 2021 round and you did not have the funds to pay me. And Mm -hmm. I, that is something I frequently because I can let go of the outcome. I don't need you to pay my bills. I can let you go. I always leave people with that. If you, you know, where have you always had what you've needed? How have you always had what you've needed? How have you always been sufficient in money? I'm sure that's how I left you 
Mm -hmm. in January 2021 mm -hmm. when you didn't join that round because I, I think that's really helpful for people is if you don't need that person to say yes, you're much more likely to leave them with something that they can use for their betterment. Some people are going to come back to you. You did. Mm -hmm. Some people aren't. And I think that's okay. Like that's okay too. Always leave people leave you, have them leave you from with a sense of having been helped and having been served because you don't need them to give you money mm -hmm. for it yeah. to be of service to them. I think that's so, so good. This might be helpful, Amy. The other thing, the reason, the thoughts that created the income that I generated in order to sign up for the October 2021 Mastermind I had been so resistant to going back and doing real estate. I was like, no, I don't want to do it. I want to coach. I want to, you know, I'm like so passionate about coaching. I didn't want to do any real estate. And I was like, I'm done at the end of 2020. Well, when I released all of that resistance to going back, doing something else to create the money to invest in my business, being willing for the money to flow to me from anywhere. I so created $40,000 in about $40,000 in commissions from real estate in September and October. Oh, I remember. And, <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, oh, the resistance to supplementing my coaching and, mm -hmm. in, and using this to invest, you know, my real estate business to invest in my coaching business is what helped me to continue to build and to do what I knew I didn't need to do, but I had been wanting to do and looking forward to doing for <laughs> however long I've been following you. Yeah. And I think this is so important because I know that we've heard lots of like, you know, if you could have created that in real estate, you could have just like tweaked a couple of thoughts and created that as a coach. Why not do that? That's what we should do. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Again, one of those thoughts that we've heard repeated by that. And I don't even know, we, we even know where it comes from. And I think enough of us have heard it. And I think this is a great reminder of just releasing that money comes to me, however way it's going to come to me. Like, it's almost like we're really closing in the possibility that it has to come a certain way. We have to know exactly how money is coming into us. I love that you have a client that you don't even know where they came from. I love this because I, mm -hmm. you know, one of the concepts that we teach in the mastermind is how to replicate what's working. And a lot of times, I know I have some clients that are like, I'm trying to draw the exact line from point A to point B so I can replicate that. So I love that you're exemplifying two things that we talk a lot about in the mastermind of like not closing off sources of income to us mm -hmm. and just really building this belief that money is available to us all the time. And however it wants to reach us, whether it's through real estate, whether it's through life coaching, come on in. Mm -hmm. And same thing with clients. Mm -hmm. I have no idea where this person came from. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how many clients of mine that I'm like, I really don't even know. I think you are also... You personally are an example of this, and I think you are kind of illustrating, we don't know who's listening to us. Mm -hmm. You were following me way before you hit my radar in January of 2021. Oh, way before. Yeah, that person who to you came out of nowhere, but they didn't. You showed up in some way. We can't even be entirely sure how. Mm -hmm. you, you landed on her radar, and she paid enough attention to you long enough before she reached out. Everybody that's listening right now, 
Melanie is an example of this, and she just shared an example. People are paying attention to you right now, and you have no idea that they're out there. Mm -hmm. Talk to them. Believe that they are there. Serve them. Just because you don't see them, just because they're not hitting like on your post does not mean they aren't soaking it all up like a sponge. So Mm -hmm. good. All right, Mamacita. So can we talk about this really amazing thing that happened at the beginning of April? I would love to talk about okay. that. Okay. <laughs> Do you? All right. So I will I will set it up that Melly and I finally met in person. If you are a The Life Coach School coach, we have an annual mastermind and we had our first in-person one since 2019, the first week of April. If you are not a Life Coach School certified coach, you know, you might get together with, with people. This is just a, we call it a mastermind. It's really just more like a massive reunion slash some people give speeches, you know, give talks that teach a little bit of concept, a little bit of rah, rah, rah. It's a great opportunity to like meet people in person, reunite with classmates. Certainly not all of my clients are life coach school students, but a lot of them are. So for me, for us coaches that work with other coaches that are certified, it's a chance to meet them and see them. So I saw Melanie that day and I knew she was going to do something. I was having some margaritas. It was a Friday <laughs> afternoon with my my master coach sisters. And then Miss Melanie comes up to me to share just the most extraordinary story. And we were both just in tears in the hotel lobby. I will let you, because I got the tail end of the story. <laughs> Tell us what happened and how you made almost $10,000 in like two hours. Sure. So I had decided that I was going to be all in at Mastermind. I was going to say yes to all the things and whatever happened, I was going to go with the flow. Well, Simone Soul announced I was at a wonderful party for our friend Serena Hicks, who had just made her first million. Simone Soul announces she's going to be doing coaching, one-on-one coaching in her hotel suite. All you had to do was donate $100 to Ukraine, send her the receipt on Instagram, and she would give you her room number and you'd show up. And I'm like, well, wonderful. I'm already donating. Let's let's do it through this. And so I did that. I showed up. I saw you in the lobby. I'm like, I'm going to get coached by Simone. I don't even think you... you I had no idea. And also, I want to, like, for those of you that, and again, if you, you don't know, Simone Soul is a colleague of mine. She's a dear friend. I spent a couple of hours sipping champagne in that hotel room. (laughs) Dear, dear friend, she knows that we are talking about this conversation today. This is like a sanctioned, because this is just as much Simone's story also. But she said, no, you and Melanie, go ahead and have this conversation on the podcast. So she is also a coach that coaches coaches. We do a lot of similar work. We do a lot of very different work. She's one of my dearest business besties. And I had no idea because while everybody was at this party for Serena, I was having in a class reunion with my master coach sisters. I'm two, three margaritas in having a grand old time. I have no idea what's happening. I see Melanie. She's telling me she's going to be coached by Simone. I was like, okay, have fun. <laughs> have fun storming the castle. I did not yeah. know she was about to storm the castle. All right. Oh my goodness. I love that. Yeah, that's what I said. That's the only thing I love about Amy. Her references are, I'm so like with her. <laughs> Y'all don't know. I just dropped a Princess Bride reference. That's who I am. <laughs> So I head up there and I was one of the first five people there, which I was like, why are there not droves of people here? But I guess I just hightailed it over there early. 
a little back end story. When I arrived at the hotel, I didn't bring all of my credit cards and I didn't have enough money the count that I did bring to pay for my hotel room. So I'm in the lobby scrambling, trying to like, this is, this is a money story. There's a point to this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I finally, I had to split it up on three different cards. Luckily I had those. And I went up to my hotel room and I just cried (laughs) when I first got there. I'm like, okay, I'm going to process some emotions on this little scarcity feeling I got going on. And I'm going to bring it, this mastermind. Okay. So I get up to Simone's room and this gal was being coached about, she, she was so cute. She was a 300K earner and she she was being coached on her worry that she was going to lose it all. And I'm sitting there and I started to get teary thinking, I'm lost it all. What, what's wrong? It's okay. <laughs> but, well, and I want to like preference, I want to also preference too, that I know that like in the week before you just committed, like you re-signed up for my mastermind. So yeah. I like, like you just made the first payment towards that. So like, I can, yeah. like, I want everybody to understand that even when you're making money as a coach and you are a paid coach, you have money coming in because of that roller coaster ride, this does happen. Like, you know, when you don't always know you, you are sometimes paying for things before money comes in. Sometimes you have, you know, Again, this is why sufficiency is so important. If you are only scarcity abundance, this roller coaster ride is going to make you nauseous so much more. So yeah, you've just yeah. signed on for your second round. Yeah, you just you're you're here in this hotel. We're paying for this trip, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, we still have moments of I'm running out of money. I have no money in the bank account. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I got in the chair. And uh, I'm already nervous. So my emotions were super high. And then I just kind of started crying. But anyway, she's coaching me on my money and and like signing clients and things like that. And she said, what's your background? I go real estate. She goes, how'd you get clients in real estate? I go, well, just people I need. My SOI for everyone listening, that's your sphere of influence. Everyone has a giant sphere of influence. Think outside the box to create clients. Just going to drop that there real quick (laughs) for you networkers. And she's like, well, why have you called them? Go call them. I can't even remember what she said. All I remember is she ordered me out of the room and I was not allowed to come back until I made $5,000 and I had to go make phone calls. And actually what it did is it was like kind of a traumatic flashback to real estate trainings that I had been in where there was like this you know, grow energy, like 20 minutes, go make calls. If you make appointments, you get to ring the bell and go, go, go. And at the time I would like hide, I would pretend I wouldn't make calls. It felt awful to me. So I left the room and as I'm walking down the hall, I thought, well, I could just hide out in my room all night. She'd never know, right? Like she coached me, she's moving on. She'll never know. But then I had a little voice whisper to me, but I'll know, like, Mm. I'll know. And so as I was walking and then I started thinking, but what if I could, what if it's possible that there are people out there waiting to hear from me? And I thought about Amy and thought about telling you how I took this challenge and how I killed it. And I just envisioned myself going back to my room, making the money and then being able to share it. So then I started getting excited. So I got back to the hotel room and the first call I made was dipping my toe in the water. 
one of the things they teach us in real estate is eat the frog first, do the hard thing first. And I was like, nope, I'm going to dip my toe in the water. (laughs) (laughs) I I love it. You want to eat the frog, do that. You want to dip your toe, dip it. Yeah, dip your toe. I called a friend to ask her a little bit of information on a different friend who was going to be signing up for a group coaching program, right? In my brokerage. So I kind of asked her about that. As I was talking to her, she said, Melanie, I've been thinking about this for a long time. I want to coach with you. I've got to, this is something I must do. I mean, she was just like, every time I'm done talking to you, I feel better about my life. I need to pay you and do it. So long story short, created $3,000 from that client there. I called the other person who had talked about a group coaching program and left her voicemail. So then I went on and I called another person I had had a consult with. He he was like, yeah, no, I'm not quite ready. And I wasn't coaching. I was just going to make as many calls as possible. (laughs) And then I started to get really bold and I started Mm. calling people in my life that I've known from my past life in real estate who are growing teams. And I called a couple of them, left them messages, kind of went into this like 60 seconds feel about how my coaching and could really benefit their team and how and why. In the meantime, I got a call back from the other client, boom, 4,500. She was all in. In the meantime, I had sent a notice to one of my payment plan clients that, Hey, did you get the Stripe link? I sent you, it's a new platform. And I did it not with grasp the energy, but like, Hey, well, there's another way just nudge this client within a few minutes. The money was in my account. So I made $9,750 within that hour. And I was like, this is crazy. (laughs) I still, I still, this story coaches, it still blows me away. So here's the, here's my part of the story. You show up back down in the lobby and you tell me, Simone, maybe go she kicked me out of the room. She made me go do this thing. And I just made, and I, we've just been calling it $10,000 in two hours. And I, of course, one again, hour. I'm like, oh, in one hour, one hour. I'm like, not even, yes, nine, $9,750? Yes. $9,750 in one hour. <laughs> and I'm like, what is happening? What? And I'm still like processing what Melanie's telling me. And then later on, because Simone had said, come to my hotel room. And like, by the time I got there, everybody else was gone. Again, I had no, I I had no idea. I end up in Simone's room and she's like, you're never going to believe there was this woman. She just blah, 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 blah. blah. And I was like, this is some woman. That's my woman. (laughs) That's Melanie. That's cheating on you a little bit. (laughs) I was like, that's Melanie. That's my client. And so then Simone and I end up having this conversation. And here's what I later told Melanie and what I later told Melanie is in. So that October round, very long story short, I'm going from multiple groups at a time to only one group at a time. So they're in this kind of, I offered, made them a special offer to like kind of carry them between their round ended, but the next round doesn't start till August. So we're meeting less frequently. If you signed up, you got to, you know, you got a little bit of extra stuff to work with me. And so I ended up sharing with their group that next Monday, did you all hear? But it wasn't like, I really want you to see that all of a sudden I'm in a room. It's me and Simone Soul and Sonny Smith, and they are multiple million dollar earners a year. And I'm, you know, a multiple six figure earner. And I know all of a sudden I understood because I know Melanie's story. 
It was the two pieces together. Mm -hmm. Simone just tells you, any coach just tells you, just go do it. Mm -hmm. For a certain group of coaches, I'm one of those. Melanie is one of those. So many of us, if you're listening to the podcast, you're probably one of those. That has the potential trigger to shut you down. Mm -hmm. Because who am I? I can't really do that. Who am I to think that I could just do that? I don't know how to do that. I don't know who to think of. All of the doubt comes up. But when you are looking patriarchy in the face, when you're going, but could I? Who am I? Who am I not to? When you start, there are no rules and there is no judgment. When you really integrate that work, just what Melanie said, but what if I could? What could happen here? The next thing you know, I want everybody to know this, and this is where Simone and I have had a lot of conversation. Melanie's story inspired us. The next thing you know, <laughs> Sunny and Simone and I are trying to brainstorm all the ways we could make $100,000 in an hour. It broke my brain mm -hmm. because if you can make $10,000 in an hour, and it's not just that you could, you actually did, then what's keeping any of us from making $1,000 in this next hour? $500. It doesn't even matter what the dollar amount is, but all of a sudden our brain, it breaks first. And then if you really go, but what if I could? It will start coming up with, and I think this is the perfect story. You started with a toe dip. Mm -hmm. And then it just built and then it just built and it just built. And the next thing you know, you're like $10,000 later. It is so inspiring and beautiful. And and so, like, this this was right away. I was like, Melanie's coming on the podcast. <laughs> you're coming on anyway, but I like this story because I just want everybody to really think about taking what you've learned, even if you've never worked with me before, just taking what you've learned by listening to this podcast, by listening to Melanie's story about what no rules, no judgment really switched in her brain when she really kind of saw kind of like the old boys club way of doing things. And what if she did it a little bit different? I'm supposed to eat the frog, but what if I just dip my toe in instead? Notice over and over and over again throughout this entire interview with Melanie here, she has continuously said, I've been taught one way, but what if I did it this other way? And then those those challenges, those directives, like Simone said, go do this. Mm -hmm. Those things don't have to then shut you down. The combination of the two things are so powerful. Mm -hmm. Like in the T line, we're looking at the model. My thought when I was diagnosed with cancer was never why me? It was why not me? Like, of course, why not me? You can put your coaching business in the C line. Why not me? Why, you know, multi-million dollar earner, if that's yeah. what you choose, or just I'm making money in my business enough to support yeah. me and go on vacations and things. You don't yeah. have to aspire to be. And that was the thing with real estate. It was like, sell, sell, sell. You got to sell the most and you don't have to, but you can. So that again, it goes, why not me? Like, yeah. there's no reason why it can't be me as well. So I just want to offer that to all the listeners. It's Thank such you. a great question. Why not you? Why and not there's you? No way, there's no reason. So, so good. Mm -hmm. All right. So where are you going from here? For a second, I'm like, um, I don't know. It's the next day. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, to lunch? I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So you've made this 10,000, you've, you've seen something pretty incredible that you can do. Yeah. And here's the interesting thing. I don't think this is that different than the $14,000 in one month over a year ago. Mm -mm. No, 
you, know, you kind of up leveled it just a little bit. It's like, but it's like, it's a very, very similar to me as you were recounting that story. And I was thinking about the other one. I'm like, oh, it was literally just a little tweak in your head in that moment. And then mm-hmm. you went and you showed up in a way that you hadn't been showing up the yes. day before, the week before, or whatever. I had been following rules, Amy. One of yeah. the coaches that I started out with in mm-hmm. life coaching says, you don't reach out. Like, you know, organic yep. marketing, people come to you. And yep. I embraced that because it was the opposite end of the scale as in real estate was reach out, reach out, reach out and follow up until they like delete you from their lives. <laughs> till yeah. they want to <laughs> bang their head against the wall. And then on the, so it felt good to be so far at the opposite end of just like, I'm just going to keep showing up mm-hmm. and keeping showing up is what allowed me to create that 14K, to create that 10K in one hour. So continuing to show up, but there is a middle where it's like, it's okay to reach out to people. Yeah. And and so again, there's always the, the meter, right? Where am I on the meter? Well, for this instance, I probably want to hover somewhere around the middle, right? Reach yes. out to people and keep showing up and allowing them to come to me. And we talk about this so much in the mastermind. If you've been paying attention the past few episodes, you've heard me talk a lot about like the scale between these two things. We hear these directives or these rules don't ever reach out. You should only reach out. You should be only in online marketing. It should only be organic marketing. It should only be this. It should only be that. 95% of us, I don't know. I just made this, that number up. I don't know how many percentage of us. <laughs> we live somewhere in between. We live in the middle. And I think my role is as your guide is to teach concepts and to coach you. But really, I'm a guide to help you find where on that scale you are. Some of you are never going to reach out to anybody. Some of you are only going to do that. If there is no wrong, there are no rules. My job as your guide is to help you find your place on that scale in between the two. It's so good. It's that difference between framework and freedom. It's that it's a perfect example of that. And I love that you found that. And yeah, I think that all of us understand that even what I offer you, even what Melanie's offering, these are just thoughts and things that work for us. If you take this and you run with it, beautiful. If it doesn't connect for you, that doesn't mean that she's wrong, I'm wrong, you're wrong. It's just what variation of that works for you. And that's true confidence. Mm -hmm. That's really what confidence is. And so what I mean by where do you go from here is like, yeah, so it's the end of May. What do you see for the rest of the year? What do you have, you know, goals, aspirations, like where, where are you headed, sister? So I think in terms of how many people do I want to help, right? How many people do I want to reach? So continuing to show up on social media, again, just staying with my networking that I do, that I've done for decades (laughs) and upping that a little bit. I have created, co-created with a colleague of mine, a real estate training school that we're going to be doing mindset of real estate series. I don't only work with real estate agents. That's just who's in my sphere. And I coach maybe 30% real estate agents, but successful women in business. And so focusing on that, helping them and maybe growing my group coaching offers to some of the brokerages, but definitely I do one-on-one and I just love helping women through navigate all the things, get to the thoughts and the feelings. And 
for a while, again, on the sphere, I was at the thought work and Mm -hmm. then it was like feelings. And now marrying that together is really exploding the way I think about the world, the way I view the world, the way I coach, diving all in on you, Amy. I was deciding if I was going to resign, right? Mm -hmm. We were contemplating that. And I said, you know what? I'm re-signing with Amy because I've taken this work so far and it's been amazing. And now I just want to double down and go even deeper on it. And I'm so excited to be going into the, you know, the next mastermind and the free to pay coach is freaking amazing. That program, I am so excited. I'm watching you grow the weekly coaching and it doesn't matter where you are in your business, whether you're new or you're multimillion, it's just thoughts. It's mindset, right? So I know. And if, and if you all are in, if you are a free-to-paid coach, you were a guest. To I was in your other Oh, you're in the, ma- in the mastermind, yeah. right? Mastermind. Shauna was That's the right. guest. Shauna was the guest yeah. instructor. So yeah, so a lot of my, because I, I host most of the calls, not all of the calls of free-to-paid coach, because I do also, you know, like days off sometimes and vacations and such <laughs> that my mastermind students will be like Melanie is tapped because and and Shauna is tapped Amy English is tapped there, there's a there's a couple of people in there that are tapped to be guest instructors because they have done this work and I think that's the best thing what I love so much about those programs and having you guys come on is that and I say this over and over again Obviously, I've built an entire business on these concepts for me, but I learned so much from you guys as my clients because when I hear my work repeated back to me, but it's now been filtered through your brain, I'm like, I've never thought of it that way. I've never seen it that like that it it opens my brain up. And I just think that it's so important that so many of us can you know, worry about, you know, where we fit in, where we don't fit in and where does our concepts fit in. And, and there's, you know, there's so many of us all doing the same thing out there. And like, no, we all bring our own unique flavor to everything. You are a beautiful representation of that because, you know, you're really teaching so much confidence to businesswomen, just like I am. The way that you share it comes from your perspective as a real estate, past real estate agent, a a breast cancer survivor, your beautiful history. You're going to bring a flavor that I never can just because we've lived entirely different lives, even if they, you know, some, there was some parallel. And so I just want everybody to remember that also that even if we are all teaching thoughts, create feelings, drive actions and results, (laughs) none of us are teaching it exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I just want to thank you. Do you have anything else that you want to share with the Confident Coaches audience or anything that you Amy, but I, I will I just want to reiterate just keep showing up and don't think you're being inconsistent. Like there's times I'll go for a few weeks without really doing much posting on social media or whatever. But I have people tell me all the times, people I run into and they're like, I watch all your stuff. I follow you. What, you know, what you're saying really resonates with me. And I have absolutely no idea, right? They've never liked, commented, or said anything about anything. So just know the way I followed Amy, I wasn't even on her radar. I looked at my calendar. I started putting her live Facebook lives in my calendar in like mid 2020 and I know I was following her before that. I finally, I remember thinking, I got to put that in my calendar so I don't miss them. But people will go back and they are going to binge and 
soak in everything you've ever done, even if they just meet you today, or maybe they've been there the whole time and they're just waiting until they're quite ready. Or maybe you just need to articulate your message just a little bit. And Amy really helps with that. It's how to say things simpler and more concise than you ever have before. And I appreciate that about you. So just want to leave you with that. Just, just keep going, you guys just keep going. (laughs) I know. I, so funny because I feel like that's always the essence of all of these stories. It's like, just keep going. Mm-hmm. And then we get into our coaching. Like e- even when I am getting coached by a peer, or we get all our Helga brain shows up and you're like, oh yeah, that's right. I just keep going. It really is. This is non-negotiable. You guys got this. I think Melanie's story, I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did of just our ability to learn from other things that have happened in our life and how you can bring that into here and how you just keep going and sufficiency. And of course there are no rules and there's no judgment. <laughs> All right, my friends, Melanie, thank you so much for joining us. I'm excited to continue working with you and I can't wait to see what you create the rest of this year. Thank you so much for having me. This has been amazing. Hey coach, was I right? Melanie is such a a gem. Now, I want to add something that when we stopped recording, two things that we mentioned a little bit, we talked about a little bit in the recorded version, but we actually ended up landing on might be the two biggest takeaways, is part of that confidence account conversation, what she learned from doing real estate, what she learned from doing real estate that life coaches can tend to have a big problem with. There were two things. Inconsistent income is not a problem, and the value of having free clients. So I think the inconsistent income is not a problem is probably one of the biggest things that keeps Melanie going, because as a real estate agent, your income depends on if you close a house this month, and so many things are out of your control on whether or not you close a house this month, right? And so often in life coaching, you are coached to where is your belief that you can create consistent income as a life coach. And both Melanie and I agreed that if that works for you, great, but we think it's way better to coach yourself to finding the consistency in that inconsistent income, being okay that sometimes, some months you're going to make 5K, some months you're going to make 10K, some months it's going to be zero, that that is just how this gig works. And when you can find safety and security within that, you can actually ultimately end up making more consistent income. How many times that she, in her real estate life, she would work for people that for weeks, months, and then sometimes it would never even resolve into a paid transaction. And that was just part of the gig that she learned so much along the way. So having free clients and becoming a better coach and having inconsistent income and not making that a problem were two key things she brought over from the real estate world that she thinks life coaches could benefit so much from. We might even have her do a class on the inconsistent income is not a problem in free to paid coach or in the path to 100K mastermind. It was that good. So any drama you have about either of those is entirely optional, and Melanie's story really shows that. So but what I want to know, those were our biggest takeaways that we could have heard more about. What I want to know is what's your biggest takeaway that you would love to hear more about? What's your just biggest takeaway in general? Share on social media. So when this episode drops, go look for the Instagram post. It's also on Facebook 
and share within the comments the biggest takeaway that you had from this interview with Melanie. Share it into your Instagram stories. Make sure to tag us. Melanie can be found at Melanie McNamara Coaching. That's M-E-L-A-N-I-E-M-C-N-A-M-A-R-A. Melanie McNamara Coaching. Don't worry, it's all in the show notes how to link up. You can tag her, tag me at I am Amy Latta. Let us know, share with the world what Melanie, what her interview really helped you learn and is going to move you forward this week. And again, you can connect with Melanie at Melanie McNamara Coaching. She's on both Instagram and Facebook at those handles. You can reach her at MelanieMcNamara.com. She is also on LinkedIn, Melanie S. McNamara. All of those links can be found in the show notes. So if you don't want to write them down right now, that's totally fine. But please reach out, connect with her, let her know, let me know what the biggest takeaway is. Because Melanie, Melanie could be your mastermind sister coming up in August. She is coming back for her next round. She even talked about that in the episode. And doors open to the August round this week. I'm pretty sure this episode is dropping the same week we open up the doors. So be ready to fill out your application and join us, join Melanie, join me, join the other mastermind minders who are on their path to 100K to do this work of really figuring out what rules have been working for you, what rules you need to throw out the door, which ones work for you, not necessarily me telling you. I give you the exact framework you need and also all of the space that you need to throw that framework out and create your own freedom. We do it from a place of safety. We do it from a place of telling the patriarchy where they can go stick it. If you could create the most beautiful, perfect life coaching business in the world that makes you lots of money, what would it look like? You're going to find out inside Path to 100K. Get on the wait list, amylatta.com forward slash mastermind right now and be the first to apply when the details drop. And until next week, let's go get paid, coach. Coaches, I have created a brand new freebie offer just for you podcast listeners. I created a brand new training called Stop Overcomplicating Confidence because I see my coaches do it all the time, make this confidence thing way harder than it has to be. In this free training, you're going to learn exactly how you overcomplicate confidence, what's creating that, and how to stop it. Here's the best part. All of it, less than an hour. Less than an hour of your time, you will feel more confident in less than an hour, right? Yeah, friends, this is the best training I've ever done. So visit amylatta.com forward slash podcast gift to get yours. Again, that's amylatta.com forward slash podcast gift. Go now and feel more confident in just an hour. Thanks so much for listening to the Confident Coaches Podcast. I invite you to learn more. Come visit me at amylatta.com. And until next week, let's go do epic stuff.